Hey, 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 guys. My name is Paula Sun, but you can call me the Change Navigator. I mean, that's why you clicked on the podcast, because of the name, right? All right, cool. I want to begin by saying welcome to my new listeners and welcome back to the Faithful Navigators. If you have been listening, you already know season three is all about the pivot. And I actually wrote an ebook about it, and it's available on Amazon Kindle. The title of the book is Pivot eight keys to reinventing your now. So go ahead and slide on over to Amazon Kindle and purchase that book. It's only $5.99. I promise it has some good information and there are some things in that book that will help you to successfully pivot. Now, I saw something recently that grabbed my attention. So I want to talk about it. As I was scrolling through Facebook one day last week, I read a post shared by a friend. Well, I call him my brother nephew, Algernon Cooper. He shared a post from a guy named Bryce Brewer. I don't know Bryce Brewer, but I want to share this post with you all. It's lengthy, but please listen as I share what Bryce typed. So here's what his post said. So I need to issue an apology, parentheses, I am using some humor here too, close parentheses. I have been a youth pastor on and off for over 20 years, and I've issued the ridiculous ultimatum to my female students at summer camp. Quotation marks, one piece swimsuits only, close quotation marks. First of all, I am sorry. Number one, I am sorry that that I didn't teach boys to control themselves. Number two, I am sorry I laid the weight of purity on a girl's swimsuit while she was swimming and not on the boy's responsibility not to be gross. Number three, I am sorry to all the girls that frantically searched for an appropriate one piece so that some male youth pastor could deem them appropriate. Story here. I accompanied my fiance and her daughter as we desperately looked for a cute one piece that would be appropriate for camp. It was hard and it sucked. Number four, I am sorry that we have deemed a young woman's body as something that, quotation marks, needs to be covered, close quotation marks, and let young men's bodies be okay to be seen. Number five, I am sorry I ever let this be an item of discussion, usually led by men at any youth leader meeting. This must have been awful for my female leaders and students to be part of. I am still a fan of the quotation marks, no produce rule, close quotation marks. No buns, no bananas or breasts need to be seen. But why are stomachs overtly sexual? Why is a little cleavage sinful? Why are women meant to feel they are responsible for men's actual sin of lust? So I'm sorry to all the students, especially females, that we subjugated to our rules. I am sorry to my female students as they desperately tried to search for a swimsuit in the days leading up to camp. I am sorry if you felt sexualized by us telling you to cover up. I am sorry I didn't teach the boys to be men and laid that responsibility on young women. Female students, wear a swimsuit that lets you have fun. Male students, stop being disgusting and control yourself. Youth pastors, especially males, stop being chauvinist and making female students feel bad for having breasts. Christians live like Jesus. This was his post. 
Ooh. And so my initial response was, this is a really good and holistic view on it all. I applaud him for coming to this realization. It was actually quite refreshing. Now, after reading it, I had to revisit some things. I had to revisit some thoughts, revisit some teachings, and I had to pivot. I had to turn or reposition. And let me tell you how contradictory and hypocritical I have been. Yes, I'm talking about myself, how I have been. And you guys are going to get all this truth today, so keep listening. Last summer or last year during the pandemic, I had a conversation with my daughter. She liked to sit outside on the patio and do her schoolwork because everything was virtual and she needed a change in scenery. All right. So cool. But she also liked to wear short shorts that I considered should only be worn in the house. You know, those little booty shorts. Now, navigators, listen, my daughter is well endowed and I know how males, boys, I I know how they are. And I had this conversation with her. I was like, hey, if you're going to sit outside, don't wear those shorts. While you are just wearing them because they are comfortable, men will see you and have other thoughts. They will think you are sending the wrong message because that's just how their minds operate. I thought in that moment, I thought I was teaching her something, which I still do believe my stance on it is correct. I I believe that I was teaching her something. However, she told me, this is what she said. Why do I have to change what I wear based on what they think? Why can't I just wear what I want to wear and not be, and she said this word right here, not be responsible for how they think? Hmm. Now, let me tell you all, I'm a mix between traditional and liberal teaching as it relates to being a mother. So here I was thinking in my head. This is what I was thinking in my head. I was thinking, you make a valid point. But here's what I said out loud. I've seen how men act. I've seen them not have control. I'm trying to protect you from predators and people who perceive how you are dressed the wrong way yes even on your patio even in what's considered your own personal space I'm trying to protect you you know I'm you know I'm giving her this speech like I'm like mother goose I'm protecting you I'm I'm protecting you from predators that's the message I wanted to convey to her but she stayed true in her conviction I don't feel I should be responsible for how they think I don't feel I should change the way I dress because how they think. So my traditional self, because that's the only person I'm letting her see, my traditional self said, well, this is a man's world and it is controlled by how they think and how they view the world. Now, in that moment, there I was thinking I was teaching her something when in actuality, I was suppressing her thought And in actuality, she taught me something. She taught me how she was a free thinker. She taught me that she dressed based on how she felt, not based on how someone viewed her. And the beauty in all of that is that she adhered to my traditional thinking, but she was very respectful in explaining to me why 
she thought the way she thought and where her thought came from. So after reading the aforementioned status on Facebook, I was reminded that I too placed on my daughter the responsibility of a man's thoughts. Wow. I placed on my own daughter the responsibility of a man's thoughts. Like I placed her and her body as being responsible for a man's thoughts. And then I remember when I was offended. I remember when it happened to me in my early 30s because someone placed on me the responsibility of a man's thoughts. Yes, I had this same thing happen to me in church. Someone said something to me about something I wore. And here I was thinking, why not teach the men some self-control? Why be upset with women because they have shapes? Why do we chastise women for their God-given curves? But no one addresses the men about their devilish lusts. So let's talk about this. We teach our girls to be responsible at a very young age. We teach our daughters how to carry themselves. We, we teach the girls, young ladies should be seen and not heard. We teach the girls, you can't just wear everything. You need to leave something for the imagination. And guess what? I still agree with all of this, but there needs to be balance. I don't, I've never had a son, so I don't know what it's like to teach a boy. And I do wonder, what are the boys being taught? Like the post said, they can walk around with their chest out. They can walk around shirtless. And girls have to wear a one-piece and probably cover up if they're not in the pool. And listen, guys, I don't want to jump on my soapbox because this goes way deeper than bathing suits and swimwear. I will not jump on my soapbox or go down a rabbit hole because this monologue is really meant to shed some light as to how I feel, as to how my eyes were open. But when do we teach men how to be husbands? We teach girls how to clean at an early age. We teach girls how to cook. We teach them how to take care of their younger siblings. We teach them how to be able to run their homes. We teach them based on what we think a man wants. We teach them and place upon them the responsibility of, if you do this, you'll get a husband and have children and have a great family. Um, we teach them to do things almost like it's a merit system. Like, if you do this, you'll be rewarded. But do we teach men, do we teach boys how to be husbands? Many guys grow up with the responsibility of what? Taking out the trash and mowing the lawn. Maybe cleaning their room. But whatever they don't feel like doing, it usually gets done by his mother or his sisters because why? Boys will be boys. And I'm speaking from my generation and those older than me. Mothers, are you preparing your sons to be husbands? Fathers, are you preparing your sons to be husbands? Or is the responsibility on the woman to perform and hope she gets chosen? Listen, let's move away from the cliche, boys will be boys. Because I'm seeing men who are still being boys. And to me, that same cliche 
keeps boys from becoming men. I'm seeing men who lack responsibility and control of their lusts. So I wholeheartedly appreciate the apology given by that youth pastor. Now, it may take a generation or 20 years for us to see a difference in how we approach teaching our young people. But if we continue to have this dialogue, if we continue to try and get an understanding, if we continue to work on solutions to eliminate the problem, then we will see changes because girls' bodies aren't responsible for boys' thoughts. And we need to teach the boys that. We need to teach them self-control. Thank you for sharing that graphic with me, Shuli Gibb. I, I really appreciate it because that graphic, girls' bodies aren't responsible for boys' thoughts. That graphic caused me to sit and think and reflect. Thank you, navigators, for listening. And as always, the focus of this podcast is to help you navigate, survive, and thrive life's changes. Remember, life's, life is simpler with navigation. I'll end with this phrase from my girl, Pookie P. Remember, people, when you change your thinking, your behavior will reflect it. Feel free to give me your feedback about this topic, this topic, um, because I'd love to hear what you all have to say. And you can give me feedback about the podcast in general. Check out my website for blogs and any upcoming events at www.thechangenavigator.info. You can email me at thechangenavigator at gmail.com. You can follow me on IG at the underscore change underscore navigator. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Change Navigator, or like my Facebook page, The Change Navigator. Let's stay connected, guys. And until next time, keep going, navigators. You've got this.